0: Ben Brust, presented by Oso Brewing Company across ESPN, Wisconsin. I'm Ben Brust, alongside Gabe Neitzel, cousin subbing for Greg Scalzo. Chris Larson, Alex Strofe helping us out. 800-990-3776 is the patented official Scalzo and Brust talking text line. But you can only text us right now, because we are honored to be joined by Packers Hall of Famer. You can hear him every day, 9 to noon, across these very stations. On Wilde and Tausch, you can catch his podcast wherever you get your podcasts. you, know, you can also hear him on Pack Attack. He's everywhere. He's Mark Tauscher and he's got a great theme song. Just letting that. Well, I mean,
1: look, you guys. I, I don't want to tell you how to run your show, but like, I understand. Like, starting the song where you know at the beginning, but this is the part. Like, yeah, every,
0: you know, we got to hear this part of the song. This is the best part of. It's, it's Windows Down, Volume Up, Summer Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Taush, welcome into Scowl's Zone
2: Yeah, you can just play it if you just want, you can just play that for the whole segment. I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would Would you too, sing actually. along
2: with it, Tausch? Uh no. I, I don't want to ruin it. She's good and it is unwritten. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that's unwritten about a lot of stuff.
1: Would would you sing unwritten in karaoke?
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. I just love. Yeah. How you said she's good. Like she is good. Like <laughs> none of us can match the pitch of her voice right there. Taushi, uh Earlier today, the Brewers announced that Devin Williams, their All-Star reliever, broke his hand while punching a wall celebrating the divisional uh, clinching the division well, championship. Mean, it was so after it's that, like
1: he went out, got frustrated about something. Something we don't know what he got frustrated about, and then punched a the wall.
0: It's just it's all mm-hmm. a little bizarre. What's the dumbest way you've ever injured yourself? Oh, is that dumb? That sucks. Uh,
2: you know what? I had this, this was really dumb. There was a time I was, I, I liked going out dancing. Hmm. And there was a club up in Green Bay that we'd go to. And I missed a step. It was like one of those deals where there were steps and you're like up on a deal. And I actually fell and I thought I had sprained my ankle. And I thought that I was going to miss a game. Luckily, I woke up. It was one of those deals where. You did something, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is dumb," and you're not going to admit to it. But then the next day, I got in, and I was young enough yet that it didn't bother me enough that it—I I was still going to be able to play, and everything was going to be fine. But that was probably the dumbest thing, and that's when I started thinking to myself, "I gotta—I can't be such an idiot." And that was early in my career.
1: Um, have there been so one of the, the the shocking things about this, I guess, is that the Brewers were just so honest and upfront. Were there any injuries that you know of, that guys that landed on the injury report and, oh yeah, you rolled an ankle at practice, but maybe did something like you didn't rolled an ankle someplace else. Were there any injuries that were kind of, you know, lied about?
0: Fishy? Yes.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you know what? It's typically guys that are heading into training camp or during training camp because if you get hurt and you're not at the facility, you don't get paid. And you're just gone. So there was a guy, I'm not going to tell you what position, but he was up water skiing up north like two days before we reported to camp. And, I mean, he jacked his ankle up good. So he fought through it to go down. He came in a day early and acted like he was going down to do some work down in the Hudson Center. And it turns out then he comes up and he's like, ah, man, I just screwed my ankle up so that he couldn't get cut right away. He came back, and I think he ended up getting you know a four or five week injury
0: settlement out of it, uh, out of that whole deal. And I thought that was kind of shady. Do you like so Devin Williams admitted to punching the wall, like being angry? Do you like that? Like the Brewers took this honest approach? Yeah. What
2: are you going to do in today's day and age? You're not hiding anything. You know that's going to happen. What? what, How are you breaking your hand? Otherwise, he's not taking BP.
0: Well, I'm just uh, saying, like baseball's notorious for the. I fell down the stairs and I I broke yeah, my ankle. Yeah, and then you
2: know, there's the sneezing. But I'll say, you remember when Sammy Sosa hurt uh, his back sneezing? Yeah, I actually I thought at first that was crazy, but <laughs> no, I don't. I have sneeze. a friend who did that. I don't sneeze really hard. I try and do the two to four sneezes. Instead of the one big one, because I don't want to do that. I think that's completely plausible. Now, I have so a friend hurt who... Your back
1: sneezing. Yeah, I have a friend who hurt her back because she had a real big sneeze. So you're saying, yeah, like,
0: well, you can make yourself sneeze quicker? So you yeah, do more I, no, I, sneezes? I, I, I abbreviate yes. it, and I just go... I'll do, like, a four or five sneeze package...
2: So that I don't feel like I'm not going to hurt myself, rather than that big one sneeze. How did did you train yourself? How did you train yourself to do this? Did you used to be one big
1: sneeze guy, and now you've kind of figured out a way to boom, 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 boom?
2: Yeah, it's a gift. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be able to pass it on to you guys. I don't. It's not like I have a formula for how I do it. It's just it's one of my. I don't have a ton of skill sets, but that's one thing
0: that I can do. I'll take the uh, your word for it, because like I'm I'm a, like I am annoying. I'm an annoying sneezer. Like, ah! and I do like the big things. So you're telling me that's eventually gonna catch up to me. I could See, potentially well, hurt my back. And
1: I prefer that kind of sneeze versus somebody who's really trying to hold it in and it just comes out. You know, it's like a big buildup and then it's, <laughs> oh
2: yeah, then, you know, a it's just like
1: stuff. a little like mouse sneeze. Like, no, come on, just let it go.
2: Yeah, well, you know, especially with COVID and everything else, everybody's super sensitive about sneezing. That. I don't want the big sneeze. Keep it tight. Keep it inside. You know, get rid of it because it's not healthy to hold that stuff in. But, yeah.
0: Can you I, do I the four sneeze I, sound effect again, please? You will very, very rarely hear me sneeze less
2: than two times. Like, that's my that's my low bar.
0: Wow. Yeah. I love sneezing. Yeah. I think it's very satisfying. Satisfying. As we're joined by Mark Tauscher here <laughs> on Scalzo and Brust, I, I, Ben Brust, gave Knightz. We got to find a way to put that in the poll. Do you love sneezing? We, I'll, I'll put it up there. All right. I do you not? I I love sneezing. I mean,
1: I guess it's fine, but at no point in my life after I've sneezed, I'm like, oh man, I love it. Can't so, wait for my next round of so sneezes. So this is
0: true. Like I'll I'll take my fingers and I'll like pluck nose hairs, and it will make my nose tingle. I can make myself sneeze, and I do it on purpose because I enjoy sneezing.
2: Oh, my God. You have you have a lot of problems.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah, I was about to say, that's kind of psychotic,
1: right,
2: Taush? <laughs> that's weird. Uh, I don't think anybody is, like, patting themselves on the back because – they sneezed.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm not Maybe looking for a pat out. on the on the back. I'm just telling you that I enjoy doing it. But Tausch, I want to switch over yeah. to the Green Bay Packers. Everybody's got hobbies they enjoy. <laughs> the <reason laughs> it's they not, it's years. not a hobby. It's it's more of a quirk. I would say. Um, give me your three week state of the union for the Green Bay Packers.
2: The team's in good shape. Uh, I think that that win on Sunday was you know for a lot of reasons. You heard. What Aaron Rodgers had to say, I think that, you know, they're only going to get better. This is not some, you know, you look at like Denver and some teams that have better records and maybe are power ranked ahead of Green Bay. I thought what you saw with the injuries and what you saw Sunday night was a team that is just getting started. So I think your, my optimism level, while it wasn't down in the dumps after week one, like a lot of people, I was really surprised what we saw and I don't think we're going to see another performance like that. I, this team is ascending. You start talking about getting two your best two linemen back at some point, your best pass rusher back at some point. I, th- this is just a ship that is just going to continue to coast and roll its way through. It's going to get a lot better.
1: Tosh, I, I agree that the Packers are trending in the right direction. I don't know if I can put them in the, yes, they're definitely a good team right now category, just because they did. I mean, they lost 38-3. to Mm-hmm. How long do we have to wait before we start adding? Because there's, I think there's one good team right now in the NFL that I the can Rams. definitively say, yep, that's a really good team, and it's the Rams. Like, how long is this feeling out process going to work? Because in the last NFL? year,
0: like, I swear to goodness, we all knew the Packers were good after like week one, week two, like it was visible. Yeah, I, I guess I
2: disagree with both of you. I know this is a good team. I teams. You, you have clunkers. I mean, Benny, I don't remember if you were on that team, but y'all lost to Rutgers. Frank
0: Minsky didn't Frank, play in that game. He was the yeah, national player of the year. Elton Jenkins didn't play, David Bokchari didn't play. You have clunkers. Like athletes, you have games. It sucks that it was the first
2: week. But if you think with an Aaron Rodgers led quarter as a quarterback and a defense that I think is going to get better, that's still the question mark. Are they going to have enough pass rush? That has always been my concern about this team. But there are every team is flawed. There's always going to be flaws. Green Bay is, and to me, there's a circle of three in the NFC. You have three teams that I think are going to have a chance to come out of it. It's going to be Green Bay. It's going to be Tampa Bay. And it's going to be the Rams. Those are your three teams. Who's going to be able to stay healthiest? Who's going to be able to get home field? That's how I look at it already. I don't need yet. The Rams, kudos to them. They're 3-0. and They just had a great win, and they deserve a ton of credit. They should be at the top of the list because their resume is best but they're not even a quarter of the way through the season yet. So it is what it is. Green Bay, I still like Aaron Rodgers over Matthew Stafford. I still like once this offensive line gets better, healthy, this offensive line is going to be much better than the Rams. And if you look at the common denominator for teams that stink, the 0-3 teams, their o line stink. Green Bay's O-line just played one of the best groups on defense with their two all-pro players out, and they found a way to still move the ball effectively. That's a big sign for Matt Lafleur. That is just as Packer fans. That should be you. Should, everybody should be excited about that. I know I am.
0: Yeah, I thought I was really impressed by Matt Lafleur's game plan. Getting it out of Aaron Rodgers' hands quick. They were playing off Devontae Adams. Next thing you know, he's getting first downs on first and ten just by throwing it to him because they're playing off. Like I'm really impressed with the game plan that they put together. Tausch, Aaron Rodgers talks a lot about you know how he is trying to ignore trolls and this and that. But then next thing you know, he's talking about on the Pat McAfee show, bad day for the he doesn't care crowd. Like he talks about living in the moment. He talks about, you know, like, like holding grudges. Like I just, I think Aaron's best when he is fired up with external bulletin board material versus the living in the moment guy. Which Aaron Rodgers do you like better? You really don't like Aaron Rodgers right now, do you? I love him on the field. I just can't figure him out off the field cuz he talks out of, both sides like, of his mouth. I'm really
2: starting to sense your buddy that you used to bowl with, you are not you you really are
0: down on him. I I'm, I'm just trying to figure out like why he's so inconsistent with what he says off the field. Like he he, ta- he literally says one thing and then goes back on it like next press conference when he's on the Pat McAfee show. There's no consistency. Listen, he you can't
2: change your stripes in that regard. I think he is in an etern- he is constantly trying to evolve. I think he wants to continue to be a better person, and he's working hard at it. But he is a grudge holder. He is somebody, not comparing him to Michael Jordan or Kobe or any of these great athletes, but he is a great quarterback. He has slights, and he loves to prove people wrong. That's part of his motivation. That's part of who he is. And I don't want him to change that. I like that. That's part of his deal. I, I want him to embrace think, that fully and just, just. I, no, because Ben, he's trying to be a better person, and I think we should all try to be a better, better people. We all have flaws. You, you love sneezing. I don't know if that's a flaw. <laughs> that's a it's just a weird thing. It's a quirk. Aaron sure. Rodgers is trying to evolve as a person, but he has that competitive fire and that I'm going to shove it up your, you know what to prove a point, because I am the best that's done it. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. I want that attitude from him because I think that brings out the best in it.
1: Uh, Taos, Chew was off the the first two days this week, and all of a sudden he shows up and he's very confident that the Steelers are going to beat the Packers because he thinks the Steelers are a good team and all these things, to the point where we now have a bet where the loser, I've got the Packers, he has the Steelers, the loser has to drink six raw
2: eggs. Okay. I, I
1: feel pretty good about where I'm at with the Packers, right? Like,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. Did Chewy watch uh, anything of Pittsburgh the last two weeks? I don't think so, man. Yeah. He just,
1: he's so high on Mike Tomlin as a coach. He thinks that Tomlin's. He's a, good, gonna he's a great it out.
2: coach, but they stink. He is a really good coach, and what he's done with this team the last couple years, he should have won Coach of the Year both times because their quarterback, it, it's over, man. He just he doesn't have it anymore. Their all line stinks. Their def- defense, which is their calling card, who knows if T.J. Watt's going to play. I don't know if Devin Bush is going to play. I don't know if Hayden's playing. You start taking your three best guys out, their offense cannot move the football. I don't know what Chewy's seeing there. I, don't, I just don't see it. Will he enjoy drinking raw eggs? Did he? G- Gabe, did he realize? Did he watch what Joe Burrow did to that
1: team? Did he watch that? Well, part of it is also, like, he thinks that the Bengals embarrassed the Steelers, and that's a big reason why the Steelers are going to bounce back, because they were embarrassed last hey,
2: week. Again, pride is one thing, and it's great. I think that Mike Tomlin will have his guys ready to play, but they just don't have the dogs.
1: Yeah, that's... They don't have the dogs. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger just felt, tripped over his own two feet trying to throw a football uh, on Sunday. It's,
2: yeah, it's going to be tough, Sled, and I think he's going to have a real long day. I think we're going to come out of here and... you know. Without giving away too much prediction-wise, I think you're going to come out of here feeling a lot better about this Packers defense than what we've felt after the first three weeks because Pittsburgh, the pass rush, uh, you know, pass rush is going to, I think, have a good day. That old line is just not very good.
0: Well, if you want the official prediction, stay tuned to Wilde and Tausch on Friday when they dive deep into the Packers' matchup on Sunday, my 30th birthday. Had to get that mentioned. That's $10 off my birthday gift that Greg Scouser was going to give me. Dang it. Tausch, thanks for the time. You bet, guys. See ya. That's Mark Tauscher from Wilde and Tausch, Packers Hall of Famer. He joins us every Wednesday. He's the best. You know, also is the best. Eat Street. They do food so you don't have to. They've made life so much easier for me, Josh, Greg, the entire Scalzo and Brust family because it's a busy time for everyone. Parents, you got got kids going to – basketball practice, soccer practice, baseball practice, orchestra practice, band practice, whatever it is. You're running around. Or maybe you just got home from work. Both of you worked hard. You want to cook. You don't want to clean. You don't have to. Let E Street do it for you. Maybe you're tailgating this fall. We got Packers football. We got Wisconsin football. You're tailgating. You can get that delivered. Wings, burgers, even cases of soda and ice from Quick Trip. Eat Street does food so you don't have to. They are saving my life all the time, so I don't have to cook. I don't have to clean. Long weekend. Don't want to cook Sunday night. I order Eat Street. Eat Street, they're the best. Download the app, and you'll experience that convenience that I have. Aaron Rodgers was talked about on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max on ESPN Radio this morning. We'll hear what Keyshawn Johnson had to say about Aaron Rodgers next on Scalzone Brust.